0: What happens when we die? Medical students tapping on death's door? And trauma from the past taking horrific form in the present? All of this can only mean one thing. We're comparing Flatliners on this episode of Retro vs. Remake. Parker. And I'm Dan Bulick. Welcome to another episode of
1: Retro, Retro vs. Remake. remake.
0: This is the series where we compare movies and their remakes. Join us as we answer the question, should this remake exist? Today's films are Flatliners. Flatliners, originally released in 1990, starring Kiefer Sutherland, Julia Roberts, Kevin Bacon, William Baldwin, what a cast, Oliver Platt, and Kimberly Scott and Hope Davis, and <laughs> other people too. Right. <laughs> Directed by Joel Schumacher. Screenplay by Peter Filardi, music by James Newton Howard. Then we have Flatliners 2017, starring Elliot Page, Diego Luna, Nina Dorbrev, James Norton, Kiersey Clemens, and Kiefer Sutherland again. (laughs) Directed by Niels Arden-Oplev, screenplay by Ben Ripley, and music by Nathan Barr. Flatliners.
1: Niels, who did the uh, the Swedish girl of the drag? Race. Yes, I actually saw that one. Yeah. I haven't
0: seen the American one, no, but I watched neither. the Swedish one. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Reggie, what is your first experience with either film? My first experience with
1: either film is for this uh, this podcast. Um, funny enough, I was at uh, Jiu-Jitsu earlier, and a colleague of mine was like, "Hey, I just caught your Doctor Moreau episode." I was like, "That's cool." <laughs> <laughs> And it was like I didn't know people. Would listen. <laughs> and um and then he I was telling him, well, I'm on my way now to go shoot Flatliners, and it was him and another gentleman who were a little bit older. They were like, Flatliners <laughs> I saw that in theaters. And he was like, Oh they, yeah, they, they were uh dating themselves, which is fine. But it was like uh yeah, I had no experience with the films, but um people I know have, and I knew about a remake like I saw some of the um, the advertising around the time and I was like eh, that could be a thing and especially when I found out it was a remake I was like at some point I knew we were gonna do this film but I had no prior experience
0: interesting yeah I knew about the original film I had actually rented it on Netflix back in the days with DVDs Ooh. got delivered to your house and that was the only thing they had. And I remember I rented it and I kind of fell asleep during it. Okay. <laughs> and then I just returned it. <laughs> so I never actually finished it when I first watched it. Uh, and I had no idea there was a remake. Yeah. I only found out about it because I was just looking at a list of remakes. I was like, Flatliners as a remake? Yeah. I I gotta I gotta watch this. So for this podcast it was really my first experience with both films. Yeah, I remember like saying,
1: hey, Maybe I'll watch that Flatliners movie, and then when
0: I found that it was a remake. I was like, oh that's what happened. <laughs> oh nice, that's what So these films are very, very similar, so we're gonna do a brief synopsis before we get into our comparison. What happens when we die? A question that has plagued us since the dawn of man. One medical student is determined to find out. With the aid of four other classmates at a prestigious medical school, they think they know how to scientifically answer that question. The plan is killing themselves, just for a few minutes before being revived and reporting what they saw and experienced. I'm just gonna say, it's a good day to die. Just had to say it once. Four out of the five students do this. At first, the experience is wonderful. Eventually, it takes a dark turn. Each student starts to become haunted by traumatic visions of their past, sins they have yet to atone for. One student was haunted by the death of a family member, another by someone they bullied as a child, another by women they hurt due to their womanizing ways, and another person just flat-up murdered somebody. <laughs> That's true. That's what happened. That really escalated from one person teasing to somebody murdering somebody. So <laughs> The visions become more violent and intense. Eventually, the students realize the only way to make them go away is to atone for their sins and ask for forgiveness. It's easy for some of them, but the murderer in the group has a little harder time doing this. They decide the only way to atone with their victim is to flatline one more time. At first it seems like they went under too long and will die but ultimately the other students are able to revive them. The movies get to the end slightly differently, but both have the message that some things are beyond the understanding of man It should not be tampered with the end. So yeah so it's, it's a pretty ridiculous premise that It is, it is. Um, But I mean, it is an intriguing concept. Like, okay, so medically, yeah, people have been reported, you know, to die. And then, you know, there's no, their hearts to stop, there's no brain activity, and then they come back to life. So, like, what do they see? It is kind of an interesting concept.
1: And I think both films kind of touch on the fact that, like, across cultures and stuff, there are some persevering themes about, like, the afterlife. So, uh, I get why you would try to do it, I guess.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if anybody actually tried this in real life. Th- that's my
1: thing with both of the films. I'm like, man, they some idiot never watched. Like,
0: oh, it's going to be like that. And it's like, don't, don't do this. <laughs> don't flatline, <laughs> kids. So the, the movies are very similar in many ways, and like very different in other oh, yeah. areas. So we're gonna get into one of the th- big differences, and that was the sort of the post flatline effects, like how it affected each of the students. And we'll start with what happens in the original. In the original, after the students flatline, when they come back, nothing really new gained from it. Maybe just a little more, more kind of like insight or maybe appreciation, I guess, for life. And then maybe this comforting feeling that there is something after they die.
1: What hangs in the air? Helpably. Is it hope? Is it fear? Is it the musky mist of death? Shut up, Steckle. No, you
0: shut up. Even because we'll get into it, but Kevin Bacon is the atheist of the group. Right, and he, right. Now he feels like, wait, big deal. Might, there, there might be something right. after. So he's kind of, you know, changing his viewpoint because of his flatline experience.
1: Yeah, I think it's a very, um I think it's probably along <laughs> the lines of what people actually feel like I don't know if you ever knew kids in high school would like kind of like pass each other out. I went to a all guys Catholic school, so like some idiots would like let people like choke them out and they would get this euphoric kind oh, of no, thing. And didn't, didn't do it in my Catholic school. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, this is the episode where I tell you not to do a lot of things, you know. Um for lack of a better word, these guys basically just figured out like auto erotic is 16. <laughs> like it was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, but there isn't, like you're saying, there's not like this higher like. Well, man, I think I've unlocked the the meaning of the universe. It was like, "Oh, that was kind of freaky," and it was almost orgasmic, you know? <laughs> orgiastic. I'm bringing that back. It's coming back. So I listened to episode way too recently. Um, yeah, it, I, I to your point though, it's like a very kind of mundane experience. Even though they're like they're all jazzed about it, it's not like superhuman, Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah, like they didn't unlock any new powers. I guess right. <laughs> we could say. <laughs> Um, you know, they come back from it and they get into some detail. It's almost like, kind of like a dream in in some ways for them. I mean, especially the way it's shot. Um, that Joel Joel Schumacher way, Mm -hmm. um, definitely has this very surreal feel to it. Not even just... The, when they're flatlining but kind of throughout the movie yeah. there's this sort of feeling that's surreal but ultimately they just kind of keep doing it and the reason they're doing it is not because like there's any benefit from it because like they just kind of want to outdo each other Right? <laughs> there's this weird competition of like I'm going to go 30 more seconds, I'm going to go 15 more seconds dude and then it, it just becomes that for yeah, a while. yeah. they
1: start kind of like flatline measuring you know Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> if you want to <laughs> call it that you know, sure um the only person that
1: seems to have like a real motivation is uh, the Kiefer Sutherland character who we'll talk about, who is trying to say, like, I'm doing this for mankind, I'm doing this for-. As you're watching, it's like, what does this have to do with mankind? <laughs> like, this- yeah, his,
0: mo- <laughs> his motivation is very weak, and it comes out of nowhere, and we never really like get a backstory, which is actually something the remake does right. give us with their main <laughs> character, which we'll get into. Sure. But yeah, he just wants to do it just because he, he can do it, I right. guess. It's almost like, a, hey, step wise because we can, right? It's
1: because we can, like, loosely, it's, um, if we figure this out, like, we're going to be like, you know, the shit. Like, it was, these are like, this is a medical breakthrough, and I, I don't know, like, the more they do it, the less it feels like there's going to be a medical breakthrough.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's so funny, I mean, we'll get into this, both movies do this, like, you know, these terrible things are happening to them, and, like, you think they would monitor what's happened to them post-Flatline instead of just, like, the Flatline experience. But, you know, it's... That's why... Let's not rewrite the movie already. It's still a little early. We haven't even
1: started talking about the movie. (laughs) All right, so that...
0: Basically, nothing really new happens to these people once they Flatline in the original film, except for maybe just feeling like a little... Oh, that was nice. (laughs) They make a slight
1: reference that kind of opens up, I don't know, the mind, but, like, not enough to stick.
0: yeah. The remake however we get we get some superpowers here. Yeah. Uh, I um I'd say it's like almost like those movies where people like take a pill and then they unlock 100% of their brain. Are you, are you talking it, about limit, limitless? Limitless, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what it felt like to me. Yeah, limitless. Yeah. Yeah. Which it, came out before this remake. 6 years before this remake. Basically every time um one of the students flatlines in the remake not only do they see things on the other side or whatever that is, but they come back and then all of a sudden they have new abilities right. and they're different abilities apparently. Yes, Which yes. is interesting. So they're like mutants now. <laughs>
1: Somewhat. Like uh, the Sentinels are coming. Like, um, uh, were you too meek to stand up to your mom now? Yeah. You're like a sex fiend. Yeah. Like, like uh, you're you're, a, you're an extrovert now. It's like, okay, yeah. Um, what are you, dumb? Well, now you're kind of smart.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I I mean, it's it's a little dumb, but like, <laughs> yes. I understand, like, maybe that's more incentive for the others to want to do sure. it. It's, sure. you know, it's it's a better incentive than, I want to go 30 more seconds, Yeah. So I want to do it m- I, longer than I think
1: it, I think it does play well with the character motivations, because, like, they're all kind of competitive in the sense that they're medical students, so when someone has a competitive edge, it makes sense that they chase it, so... Mm-hmm even if the result's kind of
0: stupid. (laughs) Like, the motivation is better, I think, for the flatline. So that's one major difference. And another difference before we get into characters is just the tone, the feel of both films. Both films are listed as psychological horror. I don't really feel the horror part, at least, for the original film. Um, It definitely tries to really explore that question of like what is in the afterlife so there's like it's like we talked about this is like sort of a mystery element Mm -hmm. to that original film there's I guess some horror things obviously what happens to Kiefer is pretty rough (laughs) it's not that great (laughs) but I wouldn't like classify it as a horror movie like oh you gotta watch this horror movie flatliners like this isn't really scary or anything Mm -hmm. like it does make you think like "Hmm, what does happen it's a thinker but I wouldn't really classify it as horror in fact some of the horror things are kind of funny like when uh Kevin Bacon's berated
1: by that small black child. Yeah, yeah <laughs> she <was laughs> calling him every yeah. nasty word. <laughs> on, yeah, yeah. I was like damn, <laughs> I'm like, this is what? Why is this happening? <laughs> okay.
0: What's the matter, gonna
1: cry? Come and cry, baby, Davy. Cry, cry, cry. shit face, red turp, ass, licking son of a bitch.
0: As opposed to the remake, which does feel like a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when the vision starts it just feels like flat out horror movie. Mm -hmm. We got the, there's jump scares. There's jump scares. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It just like, and then you're just like, oh, that's supposed to be scary because it was quiet. Now it was loud. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's why that's scary. And then there's a lot more situations where each student is in a life or death um, circumstance. So you didn't really experience that too much in the original, but the remake did.
1: I think um, some people talk about is like like you're saying tonally, like the original film for whatever it is, like the tone is pretty consistent throughout the film. Like it's not a horror film, I don't think. Um, even when like the visions start happening, it's still kind of grounded in that whatever that universe is that uh, that Schumacher made. The, the remake, <clears throat> like you made the limitless comparison. You know when they start seeing visions, I started making like a Final Destination comparison like yeah yeah it definitely felt like that yeah it jumps between different genres pretty like freely actually and um i never felt that like there was a unifying tone to the film uh but i i will say that as the vision started happening it did start at least leaning more into like that horror concept and i think once it got there kind of stuck there so I'll, i'll give them that
0: Oh, yeah. There's definitely a point where it's like, okay, now this is a horror movie. Yes, yes. But <laughs> so we'll get into that as we get into the characters. So we're going to do character comparisons. It's a little tough because the character traits and then the traumas that happen to the characters, they kind of changed mm-hmm. in the remake. So just bear with us as we try to compare these characters. First, we're just going to compare like the traits and like who these people are as best as we can. So we're gonna start with our main character, the doctor who sets everything in motion, and that's Kiefer Sutherland as Nelson Wright in the original film. I was taken away from my family when I was nine years old. I was sent to Stoneham school for boys. I thought I'd paid my dues! Versus Elliot Page as Courtney Holmes in the remake. Do you have plans tonight? Do you wanna have fun with me later? This is the student who starts it all, whose right. idea it is to flatline and come back. Right. So, I think, <laughs> Tony, totally you said
1: something that I think makes a lot of sense was uh, background, right? Right. Like, you don't really get background for Keeper Sutherland. No. It's just kind of like, out you know, this, this structure, it's, just, it's a good day to die. That's it. That's his motivation.
0: <laughs> it's a good day to die.
1: It's like there's more backstory for... Um, Actually, every other character has at least some traits you can lock onto. I would say the first person where you really get a backstory would be, like, Kevin Bacon. But, like, that's just, that's never really there for Kiefer. The only thing that is his, like, character trait or personality is that, like, he wants to be the flatline guy. I want to, like, discover this thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, other than that, like, who is this Nelson Wright? I don't know if I have that answer.
0: Right. Yeah, he just doesn't really have a motivation yeah. <laughs> to do it. And that's why I brought up Stepford Wives, because we can, because he thinks he can do it. Right. He wants to be the first one. He wants to go in 60 Minutes. They joke about that a lot in the yep. original film. And, you yeah, know, it, it just kind of like, okay. I guess so. It's 90s, it's Kiefer Sutherland in a Joel Schumacher film. Let's go for this ride. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: And I, I think that um, one of the things that's noticeable between the two films is, I would say, uh, like, star power. I think that there's enough other star power in the film that like Kiefer being not fleshed out is fine. Cause he's really just like the, even though he's like the main character, he's kind of like an inciting incident as opposed to like a fully fleshed out character. Um, You know, he gets us into the mess when things escalate. He's the one that's like escalating certain things. So like he helps drive the plot quite a bit, even Mm if, uh, the only thing
0: we end up kind of knowing about
1: him is that, like, at some point he was a bully. You know, like
0: that. <laughs> it's about it. It's about it. But he does, yeah, he starts it. He's the he's the first flatliner. He's the last flatliner. Mm-hmm. So it's a nice, complete circle Consistent. with his character. Consistent. Yeah. Kind of yeah, yeah. So that works out there. Versus Ellie Page's Corny Holmes, we start the movie with her prior to her yes. entering yeah. medical school, and we start with the traumatic events. She's driving her little sister. Right. And then, car accident, and then you, you're you watching the movie Flatliners. Right. You know that that little sister's going to die, and then that's going to be the whole motivation. Hey, yep. So. She <laughs> was t- texting, man. <laughs> she was texting. Don't text and drive, Don't kids. text and drive. <laughs> so, you know. Not breaking new ground. As soon as you see that kid die. Oh, you know. You exactly. Yeah, you know that that's going to be the motivation. <laughs> yeah. That's why we're doing this. So the confession later is definitely like, okay, we all knew that. Mm-hmm. The only people who didn't know that, I guess, are the other four yeah. students. But, which, you know.
1: Maybe you don't leave with that. Maybe you find out about that later. Yeah, you could. Yeah. you the film.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Drink. Um... <laughs> But I do appreciate this backstory at least, because like, okay, that makes sense. Why you would want to (laughs) do the flatline thing? It's because you want to see if what's on the other side is your sibling, who you are kind of responsible for their death. Are they somewhere where it's over? They're okay, right? Ultimately, to your point, it makes a lot of sense, right?
1: This traumatic thing, I feel responsible. I definitely feel responsible because I was texting. you see more of the action later in the film, and it's pretty—it's pretty rough. Like when this person's at medical school and they come up with their kind of hair-brain scheme to flatline, you 100% understand why they're doing it. I don't know why he it something. Came to the conclusion that he should flatline. Uh, there are other characters that have more
0: reasons right.
1: to flatline.
0: And other, the other medical doctors are, like, even talking to, like, people who've had those when your yes. experiences. Yes. And you don't see Kiefer ever really doing no. that. No. <laughs> no. Like, Elliot Page, who,
1: other than this uh, traumatic event, seems like a reasonable character, you could see this, like, hanging over their life, um, motivating them and leading them to the point where they're doing this kind of questionable thing. and. I, like you said, I appreciate the backstory because at least I know why we're in this yeah. <laughs> situation.
0: So, I'll definitely give the remake the backstory. Much, you know, easier setup to follow. Yeah. It's much more understanding motivation. Problem is, though, Reggie.
1: Yeah, the problem is you got this great character. You've got this
0: person that's kind of like,
1: I mean, it's your main It's Your main
0: character. It's the star. You said who's the star of the original Flatliners? You say Kiefer. You say who's the star of the remake? Elliot Page. Right. And then what happens at the uh, halfway (laughs) point? They they just they flatline (laughs) flatline. (laughs) (laughs) permanently. Elliot
1: Page. (laughs) Elliot's character is is dead. Yeah. Halfway through the movie. Bizarre. Yeah. That's a choice. It it, it is a choice. And like, it's a choice I'm okay with if you start knocking off more people.
0: Exactly. The reason I would say you knock off the main character is to say, well, guess what? No one's safe. No rules, baby. We we kill Elliot, we are going in. We can kill anybody now Mm -hmm. because we killed the main character. Problem is, nobody else dies in the rest of the
1: movie. Right. Right. Because when that first happened, I was like... Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, because like the most obvious choice is like who to kill next. If you're gonna kill him, is uh the uh, the woman, the, the woman womanizer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I kill her. Um, yeah, the time her. Um, kill kill Elliot. Kill um, you know this person. and um, Yeah, I'll go with you, but
0: you can't just kill Elliot. You just kill the main character. You kill sure. the main character who you give a strong motivation to, the person who started this whole thing. Yeah. And then you just kill them halfway through the film. And wow! Also, like a character we haven't talked about, but, like uh, I feel
1: like there's like a rivalry aspect, to, like Elliot Page and Diego Luna's character that really could have been fleshed out. Like if you keep that character around longer, there's more that you can do with them. But by killing them so early, it just um, it could have been interesting, but it wasn't because no one else died. It's, it's at that point it becomes a poor choice.
0: Yeah, actually, really poor choice. I, <laughs> I, I, I was shocked and you know it's going to it's going to play into what else i have to say but i feel like we got to get into the other characters in order to really get well, into that
1: you know you want to bully kids you want to get some all that you text and drive you are the lowest <laughs> yeah. of the
0: earth <laughs> yeah and so and it was like it was an accidental murder but, but not, person, like a, uh, <laughs> not like an right. right but that was an accidental murder a cover up okay You got me there. <laughs> that was an adult doing like I'm not like, I can't let anybody know what happened because in my career this one was like I fucked up and killed my sister and now I gotta live with this the rest of my life because I fucked up yeah it's very different it's, it's different we'll get into that we'll get into <laughs> that let's get into some of the other characters who are kind of one-to-one comparisons because sure. we're kind of jumping around. So one of the characters you kind of brought up, the womanizer. We do have a womanizer, kind of a one-to-one in both films. So you got William Baldwin as Joe Hurley. Are you serious, Joey? I trusted you, Joe. And James Norton as Jamie. Courtney Holmes. I am mildly surprised, but offer accepted. Now, this is the only character who's, like, similar in traits and kind of has the same trauma happen to them in the present. Yeah, I mean,
1: William Baldwin, um, you know, there isn't really a a villain in this film. I mean, I guess maybe these ghostly specters, wraiths, uh, bad spirits, whatever, I guess they're villains, but really, they have a lot of cause to be upset. Uh, William Baldwin is just a Terrible, terrible person. Yeah. Uh, there, there's no redeeming quality to this character. Um, I mean, you're basically introduced to him, basically, just banging some shit on a camera that uh, that woman is not aware yeah. is there, and his central character motivation is, I'm gonna sleep with women and film it, and then at some point, I guess he feels kind of bad about
0: it, but not because he did it, but because there's like consequences. Yeah, exactly. So, he he is, I guess, the biggest piece of shit in the group, because, okay, so he is... Between all films. (laughs) He is having sex with women um, and filming them without them knowing, and then he's kind of, like, using them in a way, too, because he we don't really see it but like in his visions like he's making all these promises yeah. to these women like telling him he loves them and all this blah 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 also he has a fiance the whole time he's doing this right, right. <laughs> right. so he's just a piece of shit all around when it comes to yeah. the way he treats women so yeah not a great guy yeah and also like funny enough like we probably learned the
1: most about flatlining from him mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, cause he describes it like um because he's banging so many women, he does uh, describe this sort of like euphoric, uh, almost sexual feeling. Um, uh, You get to see one of his visions, which is one of the more pronounced visions in the film. So, like, this character who really doesn't have a lot of lines, or doesn't do a lot, other than just being terrible the whole time, um, is still wildly important, but uh, as annoying as James Norton can be, like, he's not
0: actually a bad guy no you know? not really what he did well I mean we'll get into it when we compare the trauma but what he did is nowhere near as yes, bad not even close William Baldwin's doing I mean character wise he's also a womanizer a bit but we never really see him like just going up to random women and no. kind of using them no. just for their bodies um, you know he talks a lot about it like, sure. he thinks he's gonna hook up with Elliot Page's character and he's like and then he sees that the other medical students there. like <laughs> yeah. oh I can't wait to do a three way right, right right Again, you know, it's a lot of talk. It's yeah. not really evil, right. like I would
1: say. Right. Because, you know, all of his uh, dealings with uh, women seem to be uh, consensual, um, you know, Damn. which is good. <laughs> <laughs> Baldwin is having consensual sex with women, but he's filming them, so that's not. That's, no, that's you can't do that. That's uh, bad. That's, you that's can't, not, You know, that's not consensual anymore. <laughs> 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 it's a problem. Um, but, like, that's, yeah, like, no, he's got, like, it's kind of obnoxious because he's so full of himself and he is like this trust fund kid. But um, it's not so bad because he actually has a lot of charisma and personality that I think helps uh, certain aspects of the film move along. And I just think that he's a much stronger character and has something that you can like get behind. So even when you find out about his trauma, it's not like he's a bad, bad guy. No. Just, you know, maybe a lapse
0: of judgment. Yeah, or a couple mistakes here or there, but nothing. Well, that's human. Yeah. Exactly. He you brought up a good point. He is likable enough, where I didn't want anything bad to happen None. to him. Like you know, he gets some physical violence uh, on his side too, and it, right. it's you're like, oh shit! Like I don't exactly want his character right. to die because he didn't really deserve it. And you know, we're getting ahead of ourselves. But like William Baldwin doesn't really have t- too much bad trauma happening to him. He sees some visions, some screens turned to the videos that he made, but other than that. Yeah, no it's physical it's violence it's like occurs doing. in the remake. His
1: fiance leaves him but like honestly like you know that could have happened with or without the
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. ghostly yeah, specter. Because it had nothing to do with the visions so no. just because she showed up and saw the videotapes.
1: Right. Because he had hundreds and
0: hundreds of So <laughs> <laughs> banging it. And then
1: looking back at the camera like yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm so cool. <laughs> it, it's, it's pretty bad. Like um Norton though I in a movie where um it helps in certain aspects to have some levity. I think that he can be, I don't want to say fun because he's not always fun, but like he can be kind of funny and he can be a little charming if not, obnoxious, just like I said. But it, I think it works. I think you need, uh, if you're going to do a character like that, I think you need someone like Norton to portray. And I just think that his, his character being redeemable uh, puts him well above Baldwin, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. So I'm gonna move on to the next character comparison. This is like the only other characters that are similar in both films with their personalities. And that's Kevin Bacon as David. It's not fair and it's not right. Sorry, God, I'm sorry. We stepped on your fucking territory. I'm sorry, it's not enough. I'm just gonna say David. And then uh, Diego. Ratio. Rita. Oh, Lava ratio? Yeah, it's like okay. it the the spectacle of the so it's like labracia. Oh, labratio, Okay, <laughs> that's cool. And then uh, Diego Luna is Ray. So you're gonna tell me or what? I killed someone. What? Uh, I just put them together because yeah. it, they seem like the I guess the best doctors yeah, of the group. Totally. The, the ones that are like are necessary to like <laughs> resuscitate right. every flatliner in the group. Um, and they're both good doctors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think one um, flatlines and one doesn't though, so very different in that aspect.
1: Yeah, they they kind of flop in terms of like origin story. They kind of flip flop where like Kevin Bacon is the like um, the person that makes a kind of questionable choice, but it saves lives. It saves lives, man. It saves lives, and that's kind of like his impetus and what gets him really going in the movie. Um, I think I believe it's Elliot in the. Uh, in the remake right that kind of does like the there's a scene where someone's doing a medical treatment that they're not technically supposed to and um it's like far less consequential yeah, <laughs> in the yeah. Remake, which is why i can't really remember but i don't remember it being diego luna no. he's kind of playing it by by the book
0: it was somebody i do remember after the flatlining occurred somebody did save i think i think <clears throat> it might have been um is it norton
1: or elliot page
0: I think, yeah, I think it might have been
1: Norman's character. I think, yeah. Some of the choices they make in the remake, to, like, they keep certain things, but they're just less consequential. Like having Kevin Bacon starting a surgery, saving a life, and it being what kind of gets him kicked out of medical school, he mostly quits. But he yeah.
0: <laughs> How does he quit Reggie? Does he walk out the door? No, nah,
1: he, he repels out. Like uh, Early signs of those Batman movies are going to go great <laughs> 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 Kevin Bacon's repelling out of his, uh, his uh, room. Um, but like a really strong, good character, and uh, uh, Diego Luna too. I I really like his portrayal in the film. I find both of them to be um, good.
0: What do you say? Like glue
1: for these films.
0: I thought Kevin Bacon um, was really the, the grounding element mm-hmm. in that original mm-hmm. film. Just kind of like, all right, everybody, come on, let's all let's all come together. Let's <laughs> let's figure this out. And let's right. let's just really assess the situation. He really takes care of like Julie Roberts' character, and that's kind of like. Uh, David Luca does with um, Marlo oh yeah, in the film. yeah. he kind of does the same thing just like take care of her but I don't know it just I don't know I'm just gonna sound really superficial but like Diego Luna just looks so much older than everybody yeah <laughs> and then the beard and he's older than everybody right. in the cast and then having that That's a great beard point. just made him look so much older than everybody so it was like I didn't see him like as a peer especially because he was such a good doctor right like, so I definitely saw him as like top level and then they were all on the next level so uh, it was just a little little hard for me to get past that part Yeah, and
1: I think um, the older thing I just kind of like let that wash over me but like the other thing too is uh, out of all of them he has like the least support like all the other ones have some sort of reason from like whether it's a trust fund whether it's like family background like there's a reason why everyone else is like kind of there they're like entitled, for lack of a better word. And Dave Luna was like, nah. Well, he's old because he was a fireman first before he started he was a fireman, medical school. And I don't so, know why we needed to know that. Because he's saved lives before. So he's not just in this for himself.
0: Oh, um, great guy. Eh, well. I don't know. I, I thought, I was, <laughs> I, thought I, was, I was bored by his character. I know you said you liked him, but I was kind of bored by he, his character. He is... And he kept flip flopping. He's he, like, yeah. oh, let's not do this. Oh, this is great. I don't want to do this. This is great. It's like...
1: Yeah, he's it's too much of like a goody two-shoes when he wants to be. And then, yeah. Like, he, he's a lot of the friction in a movie that, like, doesn't need it. <laughs> it's like, we know you're going to flatline. So we don't need this guy being right. so over the top. Like, I don't know. And then because he's a bit older and has that authority, like, when he says we shouldn't flatline, we better listen to Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I think he means it. Making Bacon is his usual Bacon-y self. I mean, like, just a hell of a um, character. Like, make him an atheist. Maybe he says, I'm an atheist too many times. <laughs> but uh, it actually is really compelling that he um, is the one person that doesn't really believe in the afterlife. And also, he's probably the most talented right. doctor. So, like, that one-two punch just makes him heads and shoulders above, like, David Luna's character, who's really just like, I'm pretty good at medical school. We don't see him in action enough outside of the flatlining to give him that like right. gravitas that the bacon has. You know, he's just not. You're right. He's not as fun. Kevin Bacon's yeah. a lot more fun.
0: Yeah, and you know because he doesn't flatline either. Maybe if his character flatlined, right, it'd be a lot more interesting. But because he's just kind of judging everybody who does it and then kind of just jumping on the bandwagon when they come back, it's it's not really an interesting character to me.
1: No, uh, no, I I think
0: um. Part of it is, uh, of this
1: cast, I would say Elliot Page and Diego are is some of the stronger actors, which is why I think I like Diego Luna in this role, because there's, a, there's not a lot of great actors in the film. Um, but yeah, I think it's almost like an oasis of like, you know, it's like, oh, there's a puddle of water in the desert. Like, this is great. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> but, no, he he also, that character also, you're right, it, it stinks. <laughs> he, I mean, no, he's a, he's
0: a fine actor. No, he's a good actor. I he's watched a German role recently. He was great in that. He was good in Rogue One, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, I think his character just overall was just like, meh. Yeah, he's a little, he's a little flat. Oh! <laughs> that's the first one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's, I think that's it for character comparisons because all the other characters are kind of different. I didn't want to just compare, like, Julie Roberts to Nina Dorbrev. Yeah, I don't think like there's so. a the girl. Yeah, so I think from this point, we'll just go into the traumas and then I'll maybe, maybe flesh out some of the other character traits that we didn't get into. Absolutely. So I'm gonna start with Kiefer because that's our lead in the original. So his trauma is comparable to Nina Dorbrev's, Marlowe's trauma, mm-hmm. which is that they both have murdered somebody. So you're gonna tell me or what? I killed someone. What? Accidentally, of course. But sure. the the two of them murder somebody and they both don't really have the same arc, but they their arcs end the same way. If that makes sense. They're both the character who's the final flat line War. and they have to do that in order to atone for the sin of the murder that they did. So it's the remake does an interesting thing in mm-hmm. that like you know, Kiefer and Elliot Page, they're they're here. Right. And then once Elliot Page dies, then Nina kind of takes on his character arc instead. It, it was a weird pivot. And I'm going to say it right now. It didn't work for me fully, that pivot of that. But um, we'll get into what the trauma is exactly. So I'm gonna, let's start with uh, Kiefer's Nelson Wright and his bullying ways and how he yeah. killed a child. <clears throat> and Now he saw the child.
1: Yeah, he... Uh used to bully Billy Mahoney. Billy Mahoney, uh, I was trying was, to remember the name. Yeah, I have to look at it up now. <laughs> um, yeah, he was he would bully Billy Mahoney all the time And what was it? He like threw a rock at him or something? In a tree? Like, yeah, like that? they would
0: bully him, they chased him in a field and then yeah, he got up a tree and then, and then in slow motion he yelled no and then one yeah. rock hit him and he fell and then he took out well, that not only killed the kid, but he fell on the dog, so the dog died, yeah, too. Yeah, that's brutal. That's yeah, awful. Yeah, it's pretty rough. It is very traumatic for a kid.
1: Yeah. What I love about it is, uh, because he's such a sociopath, uh, he never thinks about it until he flatlines. <laughs> 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 it's, uh, this is a bit that he just uh, washed away was like. Um Yeah, I, I felt that the, the Billy Mahoney thing... Um, I, don't know, I feel like it kind of kind of worked, right? Like, kind of,
0: kind of, kind of. When it wasn't comical. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> Keeper's vision is this Billy Mahoney who he killed as a kid. So Billy Mahoney comes back when as he's a still kid. a kid. Right. <laughs> so ultimately, what you get is Keeper Sutherland like getting beat up by a little kid, which is kind of funny. It it's is like, hilarious because <laughs> Keeper's really into it. He's like, no, <laughs> God, no! <laughs> he's just like getting the shit kicked out of him by a little kid. Get out! <laughs>
1: Help! It! Help! Yeah, actually, um, <laughs> the the kind of like, was it the the skids or whatever, like the sort of tough area that Schumacher has in this is actually very reminiscent of his Batman. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I was thinking
0: too It looks exactly like The set of it's, Batman it's, Forever I was like
1: just, That's Gotham from Batman yeah, Forever Yeah this is uh, <laughs> This is what he thinks a bad neighborhood looks like Neon and funny Yeah Danglo <laughs> and, yeah. and meth heads Like <laughs> And little kids Kicking your ass Yeah but like when, uh, when that happens I'm like First of all What part of town is he in Why is he there <laughs> um, But yeah When Billy Mahoney Starts beating him up It's like Alright Like I get it it's traumatic, but it is it is kind of goofy. Um, <laughs> but for the film, it, it works because like everyone's trauma is kind of like stuck in the time of that trauma. Right. So having Billy be a kid is kind of funny because he's beating him, keeping Sutherland, But it also fits thematically because like, oh yeah, um, when he was a kid, he was bad, and now the kid's haunting him. So you know, it works. And his name is Billy Mahoney, which is a good, a good name for a kid. It's a funny name. Yeah,
0: like Mahoney or like it's like police academy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, man, but uh, as goofy as it could be, sometimes I felt that that um worked the Mahoney spirit thing, the Nina Dobrev thing. I'm sorry, it was a little hard for me to follow, and it shouldn't have been.
0: It was bizarre. It was. It comes in. I think. I think it comes in way too late for one. Super second. late. And then it's like... For a character who, by the way, really isn't fleshed out enough to be the one holding this weight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, <laughs> she pretty much takes on the second half of what Elliot Page's character should have yeah. been. Right, right. Because <laughs> like
1: Nina Dobrev's character in the film... Uh, I don't even know her name. but uh, Marlo. Okay, Marlo, yeah. So Nina Dobrev's character is kind of... She's with Diego Luna's character uh, a bit in the film, and she's pushing back. They're like, she doesn't deserve to be there because she works really hard. Um, she keeps letting everyone know, like, I worked really hard to be here. I deserve to be here. Got it. That's really the only trait that she has. She's not really the best doctor. No. Elliot Page is a better doctor.
0: Um, James Horton's actually a better doctor. Yeah. And Diego Luna's yeah. a better doctor. <laughs> And she's And in uh, the movie more. Yep. And <laughs> she's also, I'm gonna call her bandwagon flatliner, because she was not there. Totally a during, the first, during the first Flatline. She shows up after the fact. Yeah. She was not needed. She yeah. thought it was cool and just wanted to do it herself. Yeah. Hello, fellow kids. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: I'm flatlining. Yeah, I just uh too late of an entry and not enough character for like this really made her real, because like I don't really like the character in the first place. It's like yeah. Marlo's just there. and to find out that Marlo is a murderer is like,
0: oh God. Yeah. So you're gonna tell me or what? I killed someone. What? You suck. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, like Kiefer killed Kid when he was a kid, kid accidentally. It accidentally She <laughs> murdered somebody due to um, some medical ignorance on her part, just like not asking him if he was on a prescription. While well, right. giving him these drugs, and you know her malpractice, you know she's an adult. Like this was like probably two or three years before the events of the movie happened. Right. So right. she should be in jail. She shouldn't be there. She should not be a doctor. D- Diego Luna
1: said it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're willing to cover up uh, uh, medical death, perhaps you shouldn't be a doctor. Yeah. And that's true. Yeah. It's true. Like this. Um. Like if any other character had this background, I think I'd be more sympathetic. Mm-hmm. Like, if it was Diego, it would never be, because he's great. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite person in the movie, I don't know. If it was that character, that would be, like, revealed. It's like, oh, you like this goody two-shoes. Now it turns out you're not. Like, whoa, that would be great. Elliot Page doing it. Fucking two murders. Movie. <laughs> That's nuts. Even, like, James Horton's characters, like, I liked him enough that, like, if he did that, right. like, man, I can't really rock with you anymore. But like, Marlo, uh, get rid of her.
0: Yeah, man. Terrible. Like, bad character. Like, and her flatline, too, kind of gets, like, we don't spend enough time with her after she flatlines, because immediately we go into right, another character's right. flatline, so I don't even know, like, her benefit from flatlining. I can name every other character's benefit right. from flatlining. I don't know what Marlo got out of it, exactly. No, no, no. maybe she's opened herself up to a relationship, possibly. That's I the guess. only thing I can think of. But, like, you know, she wanted to prove herself to Diego Luna's character, mm-hmm. and it's like, she didn't even really do that because we never got like a scene with her like in the medical yeah. school kind of proving herself
1: we didn't we didn't really talk about this with the flatlining we talked about like thematically kind of what it looked like but like this movie the remake plays flatlining the same way you would do like a mushroom acid trip or like you're doing molly They treat it like doing drugs. So like when Marlo's flatline goes bad, it's just like a bad trip, man. <laughs> not not like I medically murdered someone and am hiding it and am haunted by that ghost. It's like man, I had a bad trip, man. And I, I just think that you know it turns out there's more to it than that, right? But like explaining it away that way. In kind of like making flatlining so much like a drug high as opposed to whatever the hell they were doing in the '90s film, but like <laughs> I think it made more sense to do it that way. Um, I don't know. Like again, I don't. Where where is this lesson? Like they're trying to teach us some kind of lesson, like in the first movie,
0: right?
1: I don't think either movie teaches a lesson. By the way, <laughs> full disclosure. But like I, I just this moment, you're right. Like we just jump into another flatline, like what do we do with this information that Marlo has killed? Like,
0: yeah, I uh, know. Yeah, she was the... She's easily the least interesting character of all five. Even the... Like, you oh, said
1: like... Oh, the other... No, like, she...
0: At least she has something, mm-hmm. you know? Like, we see, <laughs> like, a bit of an arc for her, but, like, yeah, her thing, like, I need to prove myself to Diego, and then, like... We just focus on her so much. Right. And the second half... Well, not even the second half, like, the last... 30 minutes or so of the film, and it's not really a character I care about. And I'm, I guess I'm still kind of just like, where's Elliot Page? <laughs> what, right, what are we doing? Right. To put so much weight on her was bizarre. Like, yeah, the Elliot Page removal
1: is really jarring. If you invested so much in Elliot Page and then just removed them from the film, I don't, you know, like, it, it causes a it struggle in, like, this actress who's, you know, she just wasn't in the movie enough, like, no. to warrant this reveal, and it's—I don't know, like the key for something. Yeah, it's Goofy to get beat up by a kid, but like it's kind <laughs> of consistent. So like I, I'm with it. I, I like that Billy Mahoney's like trying to axe murder him in this <laughs> truck, you know. I don't love that Nina Dobrev is like seeing visions of a guy, and maybe the guy's chasing her, maybe he's not, and it and, and at that and a jump scare, jump scare and. At that point in the film, they have actually kind of revealed how to solve this problem. Like, everyone's kind of, like, making their rounds. We'll get into that. But, like, uh, it it, it weakens the character, too, that, like, there is an out, but, like, because of her own selfish motivation, she doesn't take the out because she wants to be a doctor so bad that she's willing to, like, cover up.
0: Yeah, and, well, actually, like, let's get into it a little bit, because yeah. wouldn't the proper out be to tell people that she did murder somebody? Yes. Wouldn't that be the right yes, way to, the right to end out. the vision yes. instead of just flatlining
1: herself? Right, right. Um, um, rewriting the movie. Drink. <laughs> the problem with this character is we don't like her enough to want her to, like, skirt responsibility, mm-hmm. right? Like, I get you want to be a doctor. I also don't give a fuck about you. So, like, um, what you did was bad. You should admit it, especially now if it's, like, physically manifesting into, like, something trying to murder you. Like, is it more important that you're a doctor (laughs) or a lie? Because, like, there's a lot of good jobs that you can get out there. Like, you don't have to be a doctor. I know it's a a goal and a dream. Uh, Maybe the jail time, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a little bit. I mean, at least for the cover-up part. of it, you know? (laughs) Honestly, though, they're playing so fast and loose in this film, I I think uh, she would have been fine. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm sorry, like, when they're, in both films, there's, like, a way to atone that we find out about, like, she doesn't do that, you're right, she no. was flatlined, yeah, in. it's like, you're just
0: going deeper into the rabbit hole and not solving the problem. Yeah, it made sense for Kiefer, because sure. they knew he killed the right. Mahoney, right? right, and he did kind of he's... atone for it, because he was at the grave, he's like, I had to go to this school, I got sent away, you know, my life completely changed after that. I thought I had told him, but I guess yeah. not. So this is, it was like, it uh, was he, the last thing he could do. Last resort. Right. He's kind of like, you know, even the way he's talking to
1: Julia Roberts, then he's basically knows he's going to die. Like he's like, this is more or less a suicide. He's like, well, what I did was wrong. I'm going to try to tell for it. So he's trying to ask for forgiveness in the afterlife, knowing that he's probably not going to come out. And, you know, everyone else is able to kind of, bring him back, um, but like, yeah, it matters there, right, that he's making this rash choice, Nina Dobrev doing it, it's just, I guess like
0: a panic plan, it doesn't make any is, sense. We're you doing it because the original did it. Right, right. For her to, like, I'm, for her to really atone, she should come clean yeah. and say, like, I changed the medical records, this is what really happened, I shouldn't be a doctor, that's how you, right. that. that's what should have happened, and it didn't happen,
1: so, um, uh, points to Kiefer for being in a movie longer, and uh, <laughs> Billy Mahoney is a great character. So uh,
0: I mean, it's fun, it's comical, <laughs> and getting beat up by a little kid. If you want to see Kiefer getting beat up, beat up by a little kid. but it it does, and everything's blue. <laughs> <laughs> it does work. I mean, but It it's, does. It's, it's also really comical at the same time. If you could buy into it, you'll appreciate it, but if you're just like, boy, he's just getting beat up by a kid with a hockey stick, it's pretty funny. I, I love it. <laughs> I love it. It was, yeah I, I did not love Marlowe's no, no I, I didn't care for Marlowe's character bad. either. so moving on to uh, the next traumatic comparison so hey Julie Roberts is in the movie yeah <laughs> uh, so Julie Roberts as uh, Rachel and her traumatic story is more in line with what happened to Elliot Page yeah. death of a family member julia roberts and who they and they both think they're responsible for that correct
1: correct julia roberts is actually really good in this yeah like another grounding character i felt like kevin bacon and julia roberts bring this film into the realm of the i buy this Mm -hmm. as ridiculous as billy mahoney beating you up is (laughs) as ridiculous as like uh Kid coming from the past and, like, cursing you out and calling you a honky, basically. Like, (laughs) uh, those two, especially when we're on screen together, really make this feel like a real story. Yeah. Her her arc is probably, like, the best best arc. arc. Yeah. It's the best arc. Because Julia Roberts, throughout the film, is talking to elderly patients that are uh, dying. And she's, like, asking about the afterlife and trying to figure out, like, what it all means because
0: her father... Dies. Mm-hmm. And she's, of all the flatliners, she's the one with the best motivation to Correct. want to flatline because she has lost somebody, right. unlike all the other patients. Which I mean, students? Which is actually kind of, like, funny somewhat that everyone keeps, like,
1: outbidding her to flatline. Yeah. Uh, Twice. Yeah. <laughs> but then also, like, because of the Kevin Bacon comparison, Kevin Bacon doesn't want her to flatline because he's afraid about the result. Mm-hmm. And he's actually right about that. Yeah. So, um, But, like... Again, all these little things, caring about the elderly, concerned about the afterlife, death of a family member, Kevin Bacon being concerned about her, all this is really good, just, like, universe-building, and this character is fleshed out in a way that um, really makes you care. And I think that it's a more kind of understated role, but I think that she's right. phenomenal in what she does in the, her time in this film.
0: Yeah, I mean, her arc is, it, its like I said, it's, it's my favorite arc in the film. Uh, ultimately, her trauma is her dad killed herself and she blames herself because mm. when she was a child, she walked in on him taking heroin. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. he couldn't deal with that, so he just shot himself immediately. And she was told, like, you're not supposed to go in that room when dad's in there. And he, she went in there and then all this happened. So she needs to know what's happening in the afterlife. And her arc is fantastic because when everybody's atoning for their past sins, um, she's like, what can I do? I can't do anything. My dad's dead. And then it's again, just a great moment for these two actors, Kevin Bacon and Julie Roberts. She's like, you just have to to, like, let go, forgive yourself. And that's so simple and so effective and it's beautiful at the same time. Right. You just have to like, forgive yourself and let go. It's the one person who
1: really doesn't have to ask for forgiveness. Yeah. You know, um, but because of who she is and how this event affected her, uh, in her mind, yeah, she does. And I think that like being able to let it go—if there's anything in these movies that is a message—I right. think Julie Roberts has it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I don't know about everyone else. Like I guess don't bully as much. Like, <laughs> Julia Roberts is like you can't you can't hold on to things. You gotta like deal with trauma. And, you know, I don't. the movie's not going to answer questions about the afterlife for anybody. But, like, if you're able to forgive yourself, I think that you will feel, like, less of the weight of the world, even as you go into, like, your later years and no longer being on this mortal coil. It, it, it's the smartest thing that we've said all day because it's probably the smartest part of, <laughs> of uh, either of, of the films,
0: you know. It was good. I yeah. thought she was fucking great. Yeah. I mean, the more I we're talking about it, the more I realized that like, that's such a, just a good character. And like you said, it's a great grounding character because so it's something that everybody can absolutely eventually yep. relate to. Unfortunately, you know, you're going to know somebody who dies eventually and you're just going to have to learn to kind of let that go. And it's, it's heartbreaking as fuck but it's just reality of life and it's... Yeah. It's done really well, <laughs> it's so, and you know, so in a, movie, good. a goofy movie where Keeper Sutherland's getting yes. constantly beat up by a little kid, yes. you got such a nice, heartwarming moment it, with her. It's 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 great. It's a great moment.
1: Um, I think the the Kevin Bacon connection. I think just those yeah. two in
0: tandem make this movie yeah. work. And then like that moment where she like hugs her dad. It was like, um, oh, man, it was I was like, oh man, I wasn't ready. Great feel mo- feelings yeah. like this. Damn! It wasn't blue that time. It was like red, you know. Yeah, so yeah. Like, yeah, The colors they they went to normal colors. It was no longer that scary color. Yeah, yeah. So it was good. You know, no, it was, it, it, you know it's a little <laughs> cheesy, but you know, it's, it
1: works. It I, I thought it was great. <laughs> um, and you know, having her flatline be kind of like going awry, you know, like right. it, it, pulling her deeper into the afterlife than anyone else. Like it, it all, it all just came together in a great moment. Um, and yeah, one of the best parts
0: of the film. Yeah, absolutely. Easy. And like we said, it's very similar to Elliot Page's trauma, of which is like, okay, so let's get into what yeah. the trauma is. So she was driving and then her sister just, and they just drove off a bridge and sister's dead. Yeah. So now, uh, Courtney, mm-hmm. she's trying to just get to see the afterlife because wow, this guilt, because right. you know she's in medical school now so probably like early 20s maybe late teens is when this accident happened Mm -hmm. with the sister so you know it's it's very fresh in your mind and you do feel that responsibility because she was texting yeah Courtney was texting while she was driving and then um, let's follow this arc yeah because it was great for Julie Roberts' character so man let's see the redemption for this character right oh fuck (laughs) oh fuck we're just gonna
1: yeah. Killed Courtney? Yeah. Yeah, it's like um <laughs> it's like <laughs> this is a dumb comparison. Like you know the end of uh, the song Stan was like, yeah, and his name was she- wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was you. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, um and and which is a shame because like as they like build out the trauma, because you see the initial car crash early on. Right, like that's when, it's the first thing that happens to them. Yeah. Um, When they go back and revisit it and she's like in the water and swimming around, like has to be, like it's just so traumatic and like heartbreaking. And you've got this character with amazing motivation, who's talented, um, who is able to kind of bring this ragtag group together in a meaningful way. Um, And then like you use that character to reveal that you can get killed by the flatline spirits without resolving the
0: sister art? Why? Uh, Why? Gosh, I mean, I couldn't think of a good reason. I mean, here's the thing, right? Kill Marlo. <laughs> <laughs> right. She's
1: expendable. Right, because, like, there's no scene of me watching Marlo with her sister or Marlo with anyone other than Diego Luna. And what she did was bad enough that like if you kill her off because she was hiding everything, right. it would make sense. If you had to pick one character in movie to kill, <laughs> it's not Elliot Page. It's it's literally pick any other character. And like it was like we were saying before, it was fine if you're gonna kill more people. Right. I know I said that before, but it would be fine because it'd be like, okay, wow, shit. No one's safe. Who's next? Right. And then just you can pick people off. You wanna keep like two people alive at the end, you know, final destination style.
0: That's (laughs) fine. But like what? Like it just To just kill one character makes no sense. In in the biggest character in the film. Right. Like, if you like if you did flatliners like
1: nineteen ninety and you like no one really died. in that Now, like if you just killed Julia Roberts,
0: that would suck. That would suck. <laughs> yeah, because like it's actually one of the most redeeming characters. Like, like you you could kill maybe Billy Baldwin's character because he was the, sure he's the biggest piece of shit on sure. everybody, and his character was like I guess the least interesting.
1: It, it's such a weird turn too when they kill Elliot Page because like, <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland just like, yeah, and then um she died. It's like, what? You guys know anything about that? Whatever, anything? Just no. no. like my movie about <laughs> this. <laughs> Nothing. All right. Well, be careful, because <laughs> you know it would have been hard to explain why, like, a bunch of medical students. Well,
0: it wouldn't have been that hard. A lot of stress, the tests and everything like that. Well, they been... didn't they mention earlier in the movie that somebody had killed themselves? Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, I, I just, it's such a weird, bad choice. It doesn't make sense unless you kill other main characters. That's the only reason this would make sense. To kill the lead of the movie. She doesn't... With an unresolved arc. Like, what is the arc for that character? Like, my sister died, I get killed by a sister, and then I kind of see my fellow classmates in the afterlife, kind of? That's the arc?
1: Texting and driving. Which is bad. Don't do it. Because, like, tragedy... Like, this can happen, right? Texting and driving by this movies universe is worse than medical malpractice why? <laughs> why like I just don't I don't get it like man I'm repeating myself like you're Wait. right it only makes sense if other people die because yeah, that's the only way this is just raises the sense.
0: stakes because that's what the death of a main sure. character is supposed to do is raise the stakes for everybody else but I don't like because like we said you pivot right, right from that strong character right. to Marlowe Passing the torch like that. Yeah. And she fumbles it. Yeah, she, she fumbles it bad, right, man. She can't she can't carry that. I,
1: I mean, after that, your next up is quite literally James Horton. Right? Like there there's no one else that's more fleshed out in the film. And like James Horton, because he's basically doing a Billy Baldwin type character, I don't think he should be the one carrying this film. Like once you kill Elliot Page, there's no one left that should be carrying the stone. Right, no one. <laughs> and um, yeah, especially the halfway mark. Wow, I didn't realize that that's the halfway mark, but it's the halfway mark. That's a, a lot. Of that's a here. rough place to make this choice. Um, yeah, I just uh, I feel like I'm satisfied with th- this result because I, I there's a um, moment here to like let it go. Yeah, like Julia Roberts did. Exactly. Let it go. You did it. It was a mistake. It haunts you. You're never gonna. You're never gonna get past that. But you have to. You have to live your life because I think your sister would want you to like. Be able to move on. Um,
0: right. And yeah. like you're doing these things, you're flatlining, you've convinced others to flatline just so you can deal with this. Come on, you just just let it go. Like, yeah. But it's so simple and just so yeah. beautiful in that way. Yeah.
1: So. Like Billy Mahoney <laughs> haunting you is, <laughs> is fine, right? Because Billy Mahoney is not your sister or brother. He's a person that you torment. Right. Your sister who you accidentally killed is not haunting you to death? That that, like, that yeah. no. Right. No, fuck, no. Exactly. <laughs> That's a terrible, no. <laughs> no. If my fucking <laughs> brother, like, got in a car accident, because he was texting, and I was, no one would, I wouldn't come back and haunt him. I'd be like, fuck, that sucks. <laughs> You're gonna have to deal with that. I don't know what ghosts do, you know, like, no Casper here, but, like, I, like, are you saying that their relationship was so flimsy that your sister would come to the afterlife? Or, or which is not fleshed out enough in the film, or this isn't actually your sister, this right. is some sort of like... Manifestation of guilt coming at you? Yeah, some sort of like specter that feeds off of your guilt, which you can't do because there's already too many things happening in this movie. Yeah. There, there actually needs to be no explanation for the specters or whatever because if you tried to explain it, this is not the movie for this to happen because right. Right? you've done too much already. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just, who bad choice.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's like if the original had like Julia Roberts' dad just trying to kill her the whole time. Right. But instead she's just haunted by his images. She just keeps seeing it over and over again which is dramatic enough I think.
1: Right, right, and I think having this character like we talked about who really does not hold any of the same type of guilt, or should not uh, that these other people do? Um, it's what sort of makes it fascinating, right? Like Elliot Page, yeah, because the Texan thing can hold some of the guilt, I guess. Right. But like, um, it, it's not—it's not the same. Like killing Billy Mahoney is not the same thing as you got in a car accident with your sister. Um, Marlo actually covering up a murder is is much worse.
0: So you're gonna tell me or what? I killed someone. What?
1: And that character just kind of, yeah, hmm. eh, just, eh, well, you know, I told you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. I
1: told I, one person. I feel I, better. I, uh, ugh, ugh. It's, it's a rough, rough patch of the film yeah. when when this happens. And uh, other page was so good, so good yeah. before this, and and
0: like I almost think like. Dude, Ellie Page just not want to be in the movie anymore. Like, I feel like oh, right, maybe it was a rewrite. Wait, right, right. like what, there had to be. What? I lo- I tried to find out if there was like some <laughs> scheduling conflict or like like they just like I'm, I'm not doing this movie anymore. But like you think about it, because you do see the character Courtney in hmm. like visions of the afterlife. Yeah. So there was. It's not like well we gotta we gotta kill the character here because we're yeah. not gonna do the movie anymore. I think you know. I mean, we don't know this, but I this see, like some kind of creative
1: differences, like some on set thing. and are like, All right, I'm fucking done with this. So. Yeah. wrap it up you know
0: i mean we saw we saw dr Moreau. <laughs> so, yeah man. i don't no. know man it, just, it, it, it doesn't make any sense it, uh, it doesn't i can't explain it um before we move on though i do just want to go into like the superpower that courtney got um when she was in class she, she, she was able to just uh, recall like all these weird medical like procedures or yeah. events or just like solutions Um, that weren't even covered right in that class right so and they all came together and decided that courtney had the ability to recall anything from the past i guess
1: yeah i guess
0: it's only used in that one scene and uh, and it's just supposed to be the catalyst to make everybody else want a flatline right that's pretty much it
1: yeah it's uh limitless (laughs) no not (laughs) not limitless um fucking uh you like apples how you like them apples oh like goodwill hunting yeah goodwill hunting It's like um he only read philosophy 101 but i read <laughs> philosophy 301 you know it's basically that like it's <laughs> so,
0: um yeah
1: like that shit people saw them like rubik's cubes and shit like that yeah it's like that's yeah, mm-hmm. like, well, not really
0: you can solve a rubik's cube yeah. pretty fast if there is a technique to do it someone tried to teach me one time it's, it doesn't really mean yeah. you're like super, super no it cool doesn't is that in? it doesn't at all like actually for christmas
1: <laughs> my mother-in-law i guess hates me, <laughs> <Got> me a, <laughs> i'm joking i uh, got me a rubik's cube but like she got like an uh advanced one like, was it like it, what, seven sizes, Yeah, it was like more i was like what the <laughs> <point>? <laughs> i can't do one of these <laughs> but yeah um but i also watched some youtube videos and i could Figured out in an afternoon, so um, it doesn't
0: make you smart. No, it, it, that's that's the old cliche. If you could do a Rubik's Cube, you're yeah. a genius. Yeah. no, nah, it's not true. At least they did it in one shot. Um. That was
1: cool, <laughs> that was cool. But yeah, um, how do we get there? Uh, oh, yeah, she's got powers,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: she's got powers, and then they sometimes they got powers,
0: mm, they don't use them, but they got them. They got them. They only use them the one times and then they don't got them anymore. <laughs> they got the
1: one times. They got to go to a concert or a rave or something. These kids, they got powers. All right.
0: <laughs> so that's... Those characters. Moving on. Let's go on to Kevin Bacon as David... What? Labracio? Labrecio, yeah. Labrecio's trauma and that's akin to Chrissy Clemens, who's a character we haven't really talked about. The yeah. mousy character yeah. as Sophia Manning. Uh, so they're... Sin or trauma is talking about this bullying, they pretty much were bullies. Uh, Kevin Bacon when he was a little kid, oh, uh, he, he, Clemens or uh, Sophie oh, Mann, just a little bit, she was a little older. Uh, I, I mean, she it was the same actress portraying her younger self, right? So it wasn't too far in the past. Again, you we could have went younger, like just like I don't know why we're having these sins as adults, but right, whatever. Uh, yeah, she killed no, she didn't kill anybody, mm-hmm. <laughs> she uh, she was Could. bullying. <laughs> she also bullied somebody. So ultimately, uh, yeah, Kevin Bacon, his thing, like he was in school. Right. Kids in the playground were teasing this girl. A little black little kid. Little black kid. Yeah. I was so happy that there were other black kids teasing yeah, her too. Yeah, it wasn't just yeah. a bunch of white kids teasing the one black girl. I was like, oh, oh gosh, this is going to be so racist. Oh no, there's some other black girls teasing <laughs> her too. Whew. Okay. Okay. one. <laughs> I was thinking that too. By the way. I was like, oh my God, where are they going? <laughs>
1: I, I, no, you know, we already had a bully.
0: We had a bully, but we didn't know about Kiefer's bullying. That's fair. Kevin Bacon's bully, we went over first. Yeah. And he was the first one to also atone. That's true. He led us, he led the way there.
1: I'm sorry if I made you feel bad. I I didn't want to hurt you again. I'm going to go. David Thank you That's true So that, that was a big scene I, I do think that like I think that playground scene is shot really well too Like the way he kind of like swoops in Yeah there's yeah. a lot of
0: great shots I was there's just admiring rare. the way that Joel Schumacher Yeah Schumacher, Schumacher really He uh, yeah, had an eye has yeah, <laughs>
1: got an eye. And like having the kind of camera circling As the kids are like circling her and being rude and then Kevin Bacon as himself as an older person watching this traumatic event that he did. I thought it was a fucking uh great scene for a scene that really has no business being that that good. Um yeah no I I, I enjoyed like you said that he was like, you know, this is really bugging me. I gotta go yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta go find this person. That was that was a real. dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, again like that that realness that like It's a simple thing. I was mean. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. And
0: she's like, you really don't have to do this. And she's right. It's like, get the fuck out of my house. (laughs) Yeah. I don't even remember you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was great, too, because she's like, you know, not that little ugly girl anymore. She's like, you were never ugly. I was just just a dick. (laughs) Okay? I'm sorry. Factual. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you know, so it was, you know, it's a little cliche. Like, please forgive me. All right. I'll forgive you. But, like, I thought, you know. Kevin Bacon gives a strong enough performance where yep. I was able to go with it. Like you know, she doesn't forgive right away. She just kind of like, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, having like the family, the family coming. come into yeah at the same time. White oh, like <laughs> <laughs> <the> white man, <laughs> <team> <laughs> uh, So it wasn't. It's not the greatest scene no. obviously in the movie, but you know I, I went with it because like I said, it does lead to um, the solution to these it, visions. So I was like, okay, and also at the same time, Kiefer is having fun with right. uh, Mahoney at the same right. time. It's, it's a strong enough
1: uh, trauma backstory. Yeah. It's not the strongest, but it's, it's fine and it's handled really well. Right. And to your point. Well, we can't. they can't all kill somebody. No, they you know? can't all kill someone We're all somebody medical and doctors and we're all killing people. Yeah.
0: This is nuts. <clears throat> I mean, you
1: know, could. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think that like, it was like the appropriate amount of bad for the movie because like, him atoning first for something that's like, yeah, a lot of kids do it. Shouldn't,
0: but you know, it happens. And you, could oh, see, you can see yeah, it was a kid, it's what kids do, right? Mm-hmm. Kids are stupid. Kids are mean. They are gonna bully somebody. And you could see like in the act the older actors who portrayed her that right. yeah, it did kind of bother her. Right. Like she didn't have to say it, but you could see it in her face, like when yeah. you brought it up. Like she was just like kind of clamping up again, like like yeah. all these memories of her being teased as a kid. So yeah, it's it's a thing that happens, the kids do all the time and yeah, it was sort of again, kind of grounding yeah. in this crazy movie with little kids ki- attacking, <laughs> for Sutherland. So it's <laughs> a, you know, a nice little grounding moment. Nothing right. too crazy because there's you know kind of teasing, which happens all the time. But sure. Yeah, to, to the point that like that character was already over it. You know, like
1: got right. a right, nice house, you got a nice family. Like I, you know, I'm, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, not that over. Girl. Girl. Exactly. Right. She's not. And um, you know, but for Kevin Bacon's own soul, he needed that. Just say you fuck, you know. Well, he didn't say it this way. But he was like, please, just forgive me. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I do. I mean, I told you that in the first twenty seconds, get out of here. <laughs> um, but no, it, it actually is a like you said, it's cliche, but it is a nice enough scene, and um, mm-hmm. you get more Mahoney action in the truck there, so that's <laughs> good. Um, yeah, it, it works. I think you're about to say something about. Kiersey,
0: uh... Yeah, so Kiersey Clemens has Kier- the same thing. Um, well, before we get to that, I want to go to her superpower. Because her superpower is banging. banging right? <laughs> she <laughs> wants to do <laughs> banging. <wants a> <laughs> <laughs> and um, she just has to bang, and she got to make sure Mom can hear that. She's going to moan as loud as possible. Yeah, with
1: uh, another character that we've seen, James, uh... <laughs> what's his name? North- Norton. Norton's character.
0: Yeah. That's... Whew. Yeah, so she, she's a very quiet reserved mm-hmm. character whose mom's always on them about studying, gotta do good in school, gotta do good in school. So Which is a match. <laughs> So she does, she just bangs this guy and she's like, Oh I'm moving out too. I'm gonna bang and move out. Blah 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 whatever. Anyways, that's kind of important because her mom constantly like being on her about getting grades made her have to be the number one in her class. So what does she do in high school? I guess, yeah. Fuck. This is really, is really <laughs> fucked up. She fucking hacks the top girl in her class's phone yep. and sends the nude pictures that she took to fucking everybody. Now, there is no indication
1: at any point in this film that that character is capable of that level of malice. Until we find out about it. Like, um, this entire time, she's always this reserved, like, oh no, this is too much. I don't want to. All this just sensory overload introvert type character um uh babe in the woods type character and then you find out she's hacking phones she's sending <laughs> out nudes it doesn't in my opinion doesn't work as well as like the Kevin Bacon reveal cause I think it comes out of nowhere there's no indication that this person's a bully um there wasn't really an indication for Kevin Bacon but like also it, it's pretty fucked up it is really fucked up like that's that's not like we're just going to walk past this and forgive type shit. Yeah.
0: Man, that's bad, man. That, that's, that's incredibly tra- <laughs> traumatizing. <laughs> it's terrible. It's a that's terrible just, thing to do. Like, A, she's a lot older than Kevin Bacon was when mm-hmm. he teased the kid. Yeah. And that's that's just that's just teasing, right? That, it's like somebody comes up to me who picked on me when I'm the kid. I'm sorry. Ah, it's worse your kids. Yeah. you are dumb. Somebody in fucking high school hacks your phone and sends your nudes to fucking everybody. Right, right. That's going to fucking ruin your fucking life,
1: man. It, it's really bad. Like the character that it happens to takes on a chin pretty well I yeah. Like, yeah you know I, yeah I, I forgive
0: you i was just like that's it nah that's are you what? fucking kidding me i thought they were gonna fight yeah i thought that she was gonna be like you piece of shit in a movie where we kill the main character like with an hour to go let's have somebody say no i don't forgive you that was fucking fucked up you knew better and you should right, have fucking done right. that I was about no forgiveness for your fucking ass that was a terrible thing you know, this is me rewriting
1: the film, but like if someone didn't forget and the person still died, like that would've been like Yeah. That would've been good. It, they, yeah, it's yeah. like, well I'm screwed. Yeah, you kinda are. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you wanna bang one more time? <laughs> right. Um this character is it's just again, you know, I've used this term before, it's not equipped for this result. Right? Like right. the the fact that this is her guilt, I I I don't know, man. It's this is not as portrayed the character that is guilty for this particular crime. And if they are, like, you've taken now the second most likable character and made them, like, an unforgivable bad person. Like, that's not, like, a mistake. Like, you maliciously hacked on someone's phone and then sent out their nudes. And, like, this entire time you've been kind of playing this, like, sweet innocent thing. And it's like, oh, no, you're, like, really bad. <laughs> that's really bad, man. Like, you're a bad person. And this movie is willing to do that to basically any actor that you're willing to get behind. They're like, nah. I know you kind of like this character, but let me tell you, this is how bad they are. And like, I don't know, Kevin Bacon, I didn't feel like, I no longer like Kevin Bacon because he bullied some kid when he was like eight. It's like, I'm questioning this woman who just got in medical school. So it's like, this right. was like five, six years ago.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was... She was definitely like junior, senior in high school. and probably I'm mean, gonna hope senior yeah. for the sake of the nudes, but like Jesus Christ, like this is pretty fresh. Yeah. Sin, just Ooh. like the other student who Ooh. killed somebody benefited from it. Like, is, there's no atonement at all. Like, yeah, it's just like she just goes up to her and says, "Hey, I'm sorry." She's like, "You know what? I forgive you." It's like, yeah. "What? Yeah." That's no. it. I, Fuck that. no, I'd Fuck have, a, that. yeah, I'd have a lot of
1: fucking questions. <laughs> I, I'd be like. You no, know, no, let's like, unpack like, this shit.
0: Yeah, like, dude, how much? How many years of therapy do I have to pay for? Right. Like, what the fuck, man? You can't just Gosh. say I'm sorry for that. Shit,
1: everybody's a fucking clock. clock yeah. You, man. No. yeah. Or just, like I said, don't forgive her. <laughs> yeah. you could easily just not forgive her. I it. wouldn't forgive someone for doing that, at least not right away. Like, maybe, hey, look, maybe we'll talk about this some more. Like, I'm processing this. This is a lot. Right. And, yeah. Uh, probably, well, I don't even know who you are. It's like Thanos. I was like, <laughs> 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 Where, where'd you come from? Um, That is messed up, man. And like, how is her being number one in class going to change the outcome of your life? Like, someone being number one in class doesn't
0: stop you from like, yeah. Like, there's a lot of slots like Princeton or that like Columbia, right? Yeah, yeah not like high school, nobody top of the class. Well, you it says here that you weren't exactly top of the class. Yeah. It doesn't say it on your report card. It's like, the, what the, the fuck? I, I forget. Really? You know, it's
1: like the valedictorian is the, the next one. I forget. <laughs> the it's like that's good enough. Like, shit, you were already in college at this point. <laughs> like, yeah like, you got your acceptance letter What's the problem <laughs> fucking asshole this character sucks <laughs> and it was it was unfortunate because I did like that character I mean I thought you know stand up for yourself but like I thought that like it was a good juxtaposition to have this sort of less confident person playing off of like Elliot Page and Diego Luna mm-hmm. but then like when you make the least confident person one of the most culpable with their crime it's like you know guilt it's like what like can i trust any of these characters to be like decent human beings i don't know if i can Yeah, it doesn't work nearly the same it actually undermines the character quite a bit and i felt the uh forgiveness scene was which is not it was bad and it was like two minutes of hey i did that what yeah i'm sorry okay moving on yeah I guess I don't have a spirit wraith following me
0: anymore because that chick... Because that was, that was easy. That was way too easy for her. And like, oh, what, what was the bad things that were... I don't even remember like the things that were happening to her. Like, was she seeing things? I don't even yeah, remember. I don't remember seeing anything. Yeah. I, I think
1: she was just worried because everybody else was worried.
0: Like, I don't remember her seeing or experience
1: doing. any trauma
0: oh, yeah. from, from that incident. Yeah, she banged, though.
1: She was banging real loud. Like... <laughs> <laughs> bad, bad, um, bad trauma uh, undermines the character. Kevin Bacon, A-plus, as <laughs> Kevin Bacon always is. <laughs> Even with a middling, like, motivation. Like, you know, he brought
0: it home. It was fine. <laughs> so moving on, we got our womanizers. Womanizer. We got William Baldwin as <laughs> Joe Hurley. And, of course, James Norton's Jamie. Uh... Different takes. We already mm-hmm. kind of went into depth about William Baldwin, what sure. he did, and his sins. So let's just get into uh, what Jamie did, which, you know, not the worst thing, you know, not the best thing. No, yeah, it's not great. But-, but, you know, it's he didn't you know, do the... So what he did was he pretty much slept with this woman that worked for his dad or something. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, he got her pregnant, and then he uh, wanted to get an abortion after that, and he said he would pretty much be there for her to help her through that situation, and he kind of just... Let her be. And right. that's kind of his sin. So he was seeing her, and he was also seeing dead babies. Yeah. So, which I think definitely makes it that it's a vision, because right. we ultimately learned that she kept the she kid. Did keep the baby. So, yeah, it wasn't, that dead baby was just, I guess, like I said, like a manifestation of For- just his guilt. Um, and he does get physical violence. Uh, <laughs> only two characters really kind of get anything physically happen to them mm-hmm. he gets stabbed in the hand. So again, not the worst sin. Like uh, like you said we set him up to be a likable character and you know, you know, it's not cool to do that. No, it's not cool. But it's not irredeemable.
1: No, no, it's like I guess like a common enough thing. And you know, at that point, when he finds out the kid's alive, like He's, like, immediately willing to, like, step up and step in, you know? Yeah, like,
0: yeah. he's, like, going to change his life. He's, like, I'm not moving to L.A. anymore. I'm going to stay here and be with my kid. It's, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, she's been raising this kid yeah, on her own. Like, yeah, who the like, fuck do you yeah, think you are that little, you're suddenly going to insert yourself into their lives? You're a little
1: late to the party. You, know? <laughs> you had your shot. But, like, like, hey, should you have uh, stood up, been a man about, you know, taking responsibility for the things that you did instead of, like, just kind of being, like, eh, well, you know, good luck, you and the kid or not kid whatever you choose to do i'm not going to be around <laughs> it out like um was it great no was it like
0: evil beyond reproach like that no. it is was, it was bad bad choice he pretty much pulled a Mike Damone from fast times oh, at high nice. yeah nice. i do not remember that day he did exactly that he got the girl pregnant Said so he was going to be there for her wasn't there for her she yeah. should have just key prick on his car and then, mm-hmm. then we would have had a nice 80s movie about it no <laughs> nice. but like no ultimately it's not the worst thing to happen and it is like you said it's unfortunately it's not that uncommon right. you know, for this thing to occur so it you we do set him up enough where he's a likable character where i didn't think he necessarily needed to die because of this no dust sin. no no he
1: you know he didn't step up to his responsibilities and, you know, that's something that he's going to have to, you know, deal with, but it, I don't know, like, as consequential as that is, because like, you know, there's a child involved and stuff like that, I, I don't know, like, to me that seems more like a, a fear, like, I don't know how I'm going to take care of this, my life's going to be a different thing, as opposed to, like, I'm going to leak your nudes, which right. ultimately, like, the impact actually perhaps could be less than, like, a child and the trauma of that, but, like, I don't know, the, the pure kind of malice of it just seems worse to me than, like, a guy who's like, well, yes. I'm scared because I'm having a kid and I wasn't expecting, you know, like, I think that just, should it happen? No, but, like, I think that
0: happens. Right. You know? Like, his sin, I guess, was more to save his own ass mm-hmm. than just to avoid, like you said, those potential all the new responsibilities sure. that would change his life because he already had This idea of what he was going to go to Hollywood and everything, be a Hollywood doctor, as opposed to her, which, like, it wasn't to just to make her rise to the top. It it was to purposely hurt somebody. Right. Like, I need to take this, I can't do it on my own merit. I need to take someone down. Like, a lot you said, the malice. It's (laughs) just pretty,
1: it's pretty rough, because, like, you know, that person is just doing their thing. That person is just thriving, and then you step in. Uh, I don't know, like, for. For all the charisma and stuff that James Horton has, and they, they do this almost like telltale heart thing with the baby sounds and stuff like that, um, I think that arc feels kind of clean, you know, as opposed to the way some of these other ones work themselves out. Like, is it... Eh, I was going to say, is it one of the best ones? But, like, no, it's actually... It's decent. It's a decent
0: all right It's better. I don't even know if he necessarily got forgiveness for it. Right. Like, I don't remember... I don't. And th- she was more or less like, you know, kind of like whatever from what I remember. Yeah, she's just like, well, I'm just moved on, <laughs> all right? So just just leave us alone. Like, I liked, I liked it up to the point where he's like, I'm going to be a good dad now. It's like, yeah. well, no, 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 yeah,
1: no. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, let's not do that. Yeah, <laughs> no, we're good. Uh, for, uh, I know we talked about it a bit, but like, I thought the, um, the Baldwin scene uh, right before his uh, fiance leaves him, I thought that was actually one of the stronger scenes in the film as well. Like Just running into all the different women. Yes. Yeah. Him being haunted by the uh, ghost of girlfriend past. <laughs> I think that's a movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, them like using the lines that he used right. on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, him just being like, leave me alone. <laughs> like, it was a nice turn and you know, he, not nearly enough, but like he got his comeuppance a bit there. So, I thought that was actually one of the stronger scenes in the movie because it it laid out some of the rules of this haunting in a, you know, kind of unique way. I thought that it was was a pretty cool sequence. Um, A little bit less in this remake, like him hearing babies in boxes that aren't there. (laughs) Getting stabbed was kind of interesting, but also like... Like the the rules weren't fleshed out enough in the remake um, for me to quite understand why is he hurt and why is he not you know like in the original film no one can see this but like Mahoney's not there he's kind of beating himself Mm. so like they don't do that type of explanation in the remake so I'm a little lost they do a little bit
0: I think I think when they find Elliot Page's phone that there's nobody there but Ah. you see her character the character talking to somebody and I don't know yeah that's fair Sure. and I think there is a moment oh when uh, Marlo's driving mm. she gets suffocated uh, and then they do yeah. show that there's really nobody suffocating her right, so, right. yeah that, no, that's fair that's that moment that's uh, I do want to just go back to William Baldwin's character does he atone? tone? no no <laughs> he doesn't yeah, I
1: think well, he did does he a tone? no so. <laughs> nah, he, <bangs>, you know? <laughs> he might you know maybe he film less people now less people <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right actually i said less than nine not, he's not <laughs> like he's not gonna get rid of those tapes I man it's just a he's mess. Not, he
0: can't what, what's he gonna do yeah he, he'd have to like i feel like he'd have to go around the world to apologize <laughs> to all these women like i want to say like hundreds of women there's a God. lot
1: i mean there's at least like six or seven just based off <laughs> of that haunting secrets it, it was it's bad of the characters. I thought it was a really strong scene. I actually liked that. I don't want to say subtle, but like I like that kind of turn with him in his specters. But like, no, he does not attempt. Um he Doesn't even attempt to atone. <laughs> he just gets dumped like, by Beyonce. Oh, please, uh, you know, I didn't care about them. Like, I wish you did because like this is fucked up. <laughs> so yeah.
0: <clears throat> and then we have our non-flatliners. It's Oliver Platt, hey, he's in the movie, Uh, as Randy Steckle, and then Diego Luna as Ray. Um, So let's talk about Oliver Platt, because we haven't talked about his character at all. He's got a computer. He's got a computer.
1: He talks himself about being like the best actor
0: ever. He's like a Steckle. He's, I guess he's... Comic relief? Is it kind of common? He has the one line. I'm glad it wasn't me because then I'd have like a 300-pound babysitter coming after me. Yeah,
1: something. that was. Yeah, I get where the joke was there. Um, he's,
0: not- a, he's in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> is he? <laughs> yeah, no, he is <laughs> in the movie. It's funny. Okay, so you know, I'm just gonna go into it because you know, <laughs> got Oliver Platt against who's he against? He's against Kiefer Sutherland. Julie Roberts, I know Kevin Bacon, I Billy know. Baldwin. These are some oh, beautiful people. Especially in the nineties, beautiful like people. And hair. by the way, uh, even you know, so Oliver oh, Platt's base his hair is phenomenal. Julie Roberts' hair, Fucking even Billy man. Baldwin's hair, dude, they all got even, amazing. You know, he's, he's yeah, even hair, even Oliver Platt's hair is pretty, yeah, pretty yeah. solid. But like when it comes to like, I guess the classic beauty, like yeah, well. before them versus <laughs> him, lot. before them flatline, <laughs> and he's the eye in the yeah. outside. He's kind of the guy on the outside, yeah, you know. He's just the fifth wheel. Yeah, absolutely. So He's very forgettable. I don't I'm know. glad you didn't flatline. I don't need. Yeah, to we didn't need to. Go yeah, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> not one of the beautiful people. <laughs> um, i just. <laughs> I don't really remember much of. He had a characters. computer. <laughs> I don't even that's remember that.
1: That's the only that. I remember. He was like eating cereal or something at the beginning. He was talking to himself. That's the only I remember.
0: And, he had, had that babysitter joke or something that's all I remember I remember the babysitter joke yeah that's about it that's about it <laughs> I know I <laughs> can't remember a goddamn thing about his character
1: uh yeah he was kind of funny like the two times he got to be kind of funny you know he was sorry right. I, <laughs> I was not very interested in what he was doing didn't really care didn't know like I guess he helped with the flat landing yes I'm not sure how. I don't I don't really recall. I mean, I was looking at Julia Roberts, Kevin Bacon, <laughs> and Billy Baldwin. All of the characters who get the bang in the movie, you know? And Kiefer Sutherland, uh, you know, he gets beat up by <laughs> Billy Mahoney. and That's a lot of fun. And Alfred Platt is there sometimes. He's the uh, voice of opposition, I suppose. He's got... Uh, in the credits or like the opening sequence he's got billing over Kevin Bacon interesting the really la- yeah it says everyone's name and then it says and
0: Kevin Bacon oh well sometimes you put a big star oh, yeah. as the handle oh, yeah so, sure sometimes I know i just to give him something <laughs> I was about to say this is post footloose Kevin yeah, Bacon yeah. here. he's not a nobody
1: no no he, Kevin Bacon actually has higher billing than <laughs> <Okay. laughs> oh, I'm right. clearly yeah <laughs> It's like uh those ones are like in a, introducing, you know, like uh Yeah. But well sometimes whatever. they put the biggest star at the end. Yeah, Sometimes. Sometimes. Hey, it all works for me. <laughs> uh I'm a Platt. So he was there. Um Albert no Platt's
0: in there. But I mean there's not much to him. We already kinda of talked about Diego Luna. Is there anything else you wanna do? No, you know
1: in there? you know, I'm, I'm kinda of coming back towards your camp where it's like I think I just like Diego Luna's face. I like it. <laughs> I think that he is a strong
0: actor, but yeah, the more I think about it, I
1: don't need it for it,
0: too. And the problem is, like, again, like, after Elliot Page is done, then Diego Luna's hanging a lot more with Marlo, a character I don't really give a fuck right, about. Right. So I kind of zone out because I really don't care about anything that's happening. I know he has yeah. a lot of strong scenes with her, um, you know, just confronting her about her malpractice thing, sure. especially that scene. But, like, no, I, think, I just don't really care. I think her. you're right. Like
1: Actually, the why I was thinking I like Diego Luna so much in the film a lot of that stems from the first half of the movie. Like, yeah. him playing off of Elliot Page, and when that's no longer there, you know, it, there's nothing There's nothing left after that. You uh, have the scene where he tells Marlo to turn,
0: turn himself in, like, but he doesn't get her to do it. No, if she doesn't do it, she doesn't learn her lesson, and, and she still atones for the reasons we already discussed, so... And he should flatten. He should flatline. He should. Flatline. He should have flatlined.
1: Everyone in that movie should have flatlined. Oh. You know, I get why the original film everyone doesn't flat, flatline, but like because there's Oliver Platt, <laughs> right? The other part. sure, but like everyone, there was no excuse for everyone not flatlining in that film because they basically, like I said, they do their whole limitless thing, mm-hmm. and like Diego's there, but he's like, you're not, you're not.
0: Not part of this. I'll tell you why he also should have flatlined. Because once you kill Ellie Page, then you set up that anybody can die. Right. Well, we know Diego Luna's not going to die because well, he yeah. didn't flatline. Right. So this that's is a great
1: a- point. There's no actual horror for yeah. him.
0: Exactly. Like, he's horrified, but, like, I guess... He- Nothing's kind of happened to him. Yeah. He can experience, like, his friends dying, but that's that's the extent it's of a, his that's a great prom. point.
1: That's a great point. Like, without him flatlining, he's... He's safe. Super safe. And I guess which makes him
0: boring. Yeah,
1: I guess he could say I told you so because he did tell them. Yeah, that's uh, you know, no one wants a dad in a movie. Why don't you be cool like the rest of us? Yeah, just take the drugs, pill, bro, limitless. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Not a misused
0: character. Yeah, misused character. Well, we can say that about a few of the characters. (laughs) So there's that. Okay, so that's the character comparisons, the drama comparisons. Any other things about the characters you wanted to talk about? Any points we might have missed? No, I think, I think we really, like, nailed
1: down the characters. I mean, like, um... You know, just kind of recapping, like, uh... Elliot Page, to me, is a stronger impetus than Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland obviously, more impactful because he's in the movie longer. Um... Kevin Bacon, just just fucking great. Uh, Julia Roberts, that combo. There's
0: nothing in this remake that, like, matches that. Um, And I feel like they tried to with uh, the Marlowe and Diego's character, but I think Uh, it's close. It doesn't work. Because Marlowe's so weak. It doesn't work. And, you know, I think
1: you get an upgrade in the Billy Baldwin department in terms like James Norton is more likable. But I still think that... uh, and it's a small thing, but like I do think that Billy Baldwin's like flatlining atonement, as it were, scene. I just think it's actually one of the stronger scenes in the film. And you know, there's nothing like that for James Norton remake. I just think that when you have that type of star power in the original film, yeah, that, you, how,
0: how are you? Gonna, you have to match it with equal like, star power, and they really like the biggest star was Ellie Page, maybe really. Diego Luna, but he's not. I don't, no, know, I don't know if he's that, really point, that big. Yeah. When did Rogue One come out? Like, around the time? Around, around the, that time. So, like, even then. Yeah, but even after... Yeah, he's not it even... He's like, not a household name. No, no. No. Like,
1: Kiefer is just kind of like, eh, hey, I'm in it. You know, it's like a cameo, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you
0: want to talk about that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Shit, let's talk about Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Kiefer Sutherland's in the remake. He plays a doctor. It's not the same doctor, though. It's not right. Nelson. Right. remake. So, he's just the... Instructor, the professor teaching these other doctors, and uh, he's just a bit of a hard ass. Other than that, so, it's a cameo. Yeah, he's, he doesn't do anything to motivate them. He does, I guess that's where you, you see Elliot Page's characters like superpowers right. um, during a lecture. But other than that, that's more like it. That's more like it. Yeah, <laughs> like it. I'm trying to,
1: yeah. I can't do cute. Doctor Barry Wolfson. Um, yeah. He's there. He's yeah. there. He's there. Yeah. I think um, there was space to do more with him. I, I don't think they wanted to at all. He probably clear. didn't want to. <laughs> he probably didn't either. But, like, when he's like, you guys don't know anything, like, there, there's some, from, like, an atonement standpoint, like, Marlo or whatever, really should have, at some point, talked to Dr. Barry about what happened. I think that would have. That would have worked. I yeah. I think that would have made a reason for him to be there I don't know how that resolves in the waiting room and stuff like that but like I think that like that's a natural conclusion of what should have happened but you know Kiefer came back just you know he was in the original he's in the remake
0: yeah cameo <laughs> you know what I want to talk about Party Town Party Town <laughs> good tune yeah Um, I do love these musical moments in these Joel Schumacher movies so Party Town by Dave Stewart and the Spiritual Cowboys definitely give it a listen I don't know I just it definitely had, like, a like a Lost Boys vibe when, like, yeah, anytime time, yeah. like, music would kick in that movie. That's so it's right. just... I love the musical moments in the <laughs> Joel Schubert movies. And just the way he shot it. Like, it's, I know we talked a really... little bit about it before, but it's just... It's a really well-shot movie. It really is. Um,
1: in the uh, flatline sequences, like, coming over that, like, that garden or, like, woodsy yeah. thing, like, the playing with the different <laughs> colors, which I think can be a little one of nose but like I think it was all handled really well there's a few times where like just looking at shots like man that's a really good shot you mm-hmm. know yeah. um, and I think that is what Joel Schubacher does really well like, yeah he
0: did a lot of kind of like lower angles mm-hmm. than you typically do and I uh, thought that, that looked really well the sound design was actually got nominated for an academy mm-hmm. award there wow. uh, just like when they're in that kind of operating cathedral space just yeah. like the, the sound was like just really big and echoey yeah I know
1: you're talking about sound I guess we didn't really go into effects but I think we probably should right like um in terms of we talked a lot about the Schumacher portrayal of like flatlining which is um these big like swooping shots or there's like these sort of uh what do you say like the, the blue scene like these blue filters Art like film <laughs> yeah looking things. <clears throat> Like, they do that a lot. I think this remake um, relies on a lot of, like, CGI. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually don't hate the way that they flatline I actually think it's fairly interesting looking. I'm sure there's someone out there who's like, CGI sucks. But, like, I I thought it actually, having them in that kind of, like, MRI-looking machine, having it, like, expand out and become almost, like, space-time and stuff like that. I think that kind of works. I think that's fun and interesting. It's just pretty inconsistent in that film. Like, they kind
0: of do it once and then they just
1: let it go after that.
0: Yeah, well, speaking of inconsistent in that film, like, la Page's character leaves the body and then, like, can see the roof of yeah. the building. The, it was like, I've never seen the roof before. How did... How, explain that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, explain that because no, actually, nobody... <laughs> yeah. no, that doesn't make any yeah. sense because you're apparently seeing these visions that are just in your head. Yeah. How did you see things you've never seen before? Yeah, I think if they'd use... Maybe they just didn't have the budget.
1: I think if they'd done that more and, like, kind of played with things outside the explainable a little bit more, uh, it would worked. But like, they immediately go trying to explain everything in, like, a real-world way because they're scientists, you know? We're, we're all doctors. They're not doctors yet. They're still in school. Um, but, like, I think when they try to explain everything away with, like, reasonable explanations, it actually undermines... The supernatural element right. right is in the film like some things just can't be explained and th- I think that is a term all these characters should have had where like a Diego Luna for instance who's like don't oh, same way uh Kevin Bacon I don't believe you I'm an atheist I don't believe you I don't believe you well one reason you should have flatlined. <laughs> I believe you you know like um they don't they don't play in that space enough and I think that no. they dealt in the supernatural more yeah I think it would have helped the film a bit, but they—they, uh, they,
0: you know, they, like I said, they don't go into that supernatural. They lean more in the horror, yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. And then until it ultimately, is just a horror film, which and a weak horror <laughs> film at like that because one person's dead, that's it, right? There's no real like slasher, and I think, um,
1: uh, because like, like you said, there's no baby, right? in like the James Thorne character, I think if this spirit manifested itself with like a clear like form it's like you see your sister but then like this thing has a form that's scary like the movie monster as it were I think that would have helped as well but that's that's not there so like you're led to believe that there's a like an abortion baby or like my dead sister you know it's just it's it doesn't really become a horror film even though it has so, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's weak at everything it's trying to do. It's a weak thriller. It's a weak, you know, horror film.
0: Yeah. Spreading it's itself a little too thin. I think so. is just stuck to one thing and just nailed that.
1: Because I, I think that early stuff actually was kind of... I think it was working for me a bit. Yeah.
0: On. It was it was working. I liked it up until the uh, the flatlining of James Norton's character. Mm. Like, when you see... Elliot Page and James Norton, like, running around the streets, and then the three of them, just, like, look at the two of them. This is, there's just, there's just a weird connection going on between yeah. them. It's like, oh, that is interesting. It's yeah. like, let's, let's, let's go into that more, but, you yeah. no, we don't really go into that more.
1: I know like, <laughs> this music doesn't play at all, but, like, I just, uh, everything felt like that MGMT song. <laughs> Electric fuel? No. Kids?
0: Time to pretend? Time to
1: pretend. Like, thank you. <laughs> Like the song doesn't play at all, but, like everything when when they become limitless <laughs> like just feels like that should be played in the background, like MGMT's time to pretend. <laughs> like it feels like that
0: shit. Well or like tonight's gonna be uh, a good yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because like every time they flatline they got yeah. fucking drunk and banged each other. Yeah, like, every... <laughs>
1: Skrillex, M eighty three, like it feels like it feels like you're going to like uh, festival or concert with your friends
0: like that's <laughs> yeah. that's what it felt oh, it like. had that space oh yeah, yeah. for sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> Alright. alright uh, uh, are we there
1: Reggie? I think we're uh, we're there you no know, we did the endings right? yeah um,
0: I mean the endings how do you uh, well, yeah we kind of went over it yeah because it's Kiefer versus Marlowe
1: yeah you're right did it. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> everyone lives except for Elliot Page across all movies yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright. Uh, wait, wait. There's one, okay, there's just one quick point I wanted to bring up, right. too. I know we should have mentioned this a lot earlier, so, like, line for sure. <laughs> the original movie, right, Kiefer, like, gets all these other doctors, and mm-hmm. they're all there. In the remake, Ellie Page's character only gets two doctors. Two. And they suck. <laughs>
1: <Damn>. <laughs> it's not until Diego Luna comes it's like, what the fuck are you doing? I gotta sing. I know, I know. They get the worst doctors. Like, the Kiefer-Kevin Bacon connection is really good. At the yeah. beginning. He's like, like, oh, you're willing to throw your career away for a stranger. You can't help a friend. And it's like, I need you because you're, right. right. you're the best doctor. You're the best doctor. Ellie Page was like, let me get the two most easily manipulated. <laughs> they may not be the best, but they'll listen. You know? Yeah. This one thinks I'm trying to bang them. This one's too weak to stand up for themselves. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then Marlowe comes in and like, hey,
1: I wanna do it too. So I just yeah.
0: wanted to throw that out. I didn't that, I thought that was a weak setup, like it let's, was let's just setup. have them all there. It was a weak setup.
1: Especially given how much better Diego Luna was. And um I guess like James Horton technically was like kinda good too, but like it was like they were going Elliot Page's character was gonna die in the first <laughs> ten minutes <laughs> if uh, <laughs> if Diego Luna didn't show up. So yeah, you're right. It, it
0: was kinda weak. I just wanted to mention that. Now, yeah, Reggie, the question: Should the remake Flatliners exist? You know, um, earlier
1: in the day, you know, maybe it's I don't know what chemicals in your brain when you first wake up. Uh, earlier in the day, I was like, yeah, you know, it's this remake. It's it's generic. It's uh. It feels like something that should be on, like, the CW, you know, like, it almost feels like a teen drama, but there's no teams. Um, they look like teams sometimes, but there, there are no teams. Um, Elliot Page is, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely not Elliot Page's best performance, but it's an okay performance when available. Um, Kiefer Sutherland is there for no reason other than to be a cameo. Um Diego is a good actor but as you say he really doesn't have the star power and I think a lot of what makes that 90's film work is the star power right like hey if you don't like Kiefer Sutherland you'll like Kevin Bacon you'll like Kevin Bacon you like fucking Julia uh, Julia Roberts you don't like them Billy Baldwin like Oliver Platt too for <laughs> a Segment of the society <laughs> um they, no one's forced to do the heavy lifting they all can kind of just do their own thing. And I think that, like, I was fine with all the little side stories in the 90s film. Some were better than others, but I was like, eh, you want to take a 10 minutes for Billy Baldwin? I'll take it, you know? I don't <laughs> mind. Not so much the remake. Like, but behind Elliot Page, and like like I said, I think it's just I like Diego Luna. I don't even know if I like the character. Um, in this film, I'm sitting there, and it's like, I don't really care about... uh. Uh, what's her name, Chrissy, or, you know, the I, I give your nudes away person. I didn't care about that character. I didn't care about Marlo, like, at all. I forgot that character's name before you mentioned him. Um, I didn't like, uh I mean, I didn't really like James Norton either. I thought, you know, he was fine, but, like, it just kind of sucked. So, like, once you take out people you like, that's rough. And then, too, it's already, like, a shaky premise. Like, Flatline is the original premise, being original I think helps cause like, mm-hmm. all right, we haven't really done that before. Is it perfectly executed? Absolutely not, but uh it's interesting enough. Um this movie tries to actually make it smarter and somehow made it dumber. Right? Like they're like, oh no, like the hippocampus is gonna like fire up and like blah blah blah. Oh, I forgot about that. I know we forgot <laughs> because they forgot. They did it like the first scene. Like I, it was smarter to VHS record everyone like all the chicken <laughs> day. <laughs> Which would prove nothing. You're just like, this guy's sleeping. He woke up and was like, whoa. Like, that's the only thing that you would get on camera. Like, they're at least like, we're firing off synapses and shit. And, um, look at all this brain activity. They do it once. They do it once and then after that, they're like, it's time to pretend it's MGMT festival time, man. Uh, it's just so generic of a film besides the one real star. Everyone else is like a generic kind of actor. Um, the writing is rough the the executions rough. Like, I, I actually, this morning was like, I didn't hate, hate that. But like, the more I think about it, it's like, it's just, it's not good enough in anything to be like a film. And like, that 90s film, it's flawed, but like, it's a lot more fun. So, yeah. Uh, just for Billy Mahoney fight scenes alone, um, this remake never hits those heights. It, it's, it's just not a good, it's not a good movie. I didn't want to completely... Dunk on it, but there's not really redeeming qualities. It kind of sucks and uh, it's boring as shit. So <laughs> the remake shouldn't exist. And, uh, you know, I like Elliot Page and I like Diego Luna, but they, they're not enough to keep this working. Even the director, there's no reason why this should be like this. The director is amazing. But I, I don't know what happened. It's, just, it's a disaster. <laughs> uh- <laughs> Sorry about the word salad. I just, I think I was processing that real time. That newly sucks
0: when i was watching, <laughs> i guess it's my turn <laughs> when i was watching the original film i like the premise like let's find out what happens when you die and then because it's interesting like we could kill ourselves and then bring ourselves back through modern science like okay I, I'll, I'll go for that right let's but like the idea of like this karma thing happening now that i'm now that i've come back from flatlining that was that is a weird thing it's like this past trauma it didn't make sense to me i was like you know what would make more sense if like you crossed over to the other side, and when you came back, you brought something back. So I was like, this could really work as a horror film. I really hope we get something like that in the remake. And going into it, it started off kind of strong, like you said. Like you are smarter with our, we actually like our CGI brain and electricity going there. And yeah, we did kill off Elliot Page, the main character. So I was like, holy shit, we are going there. We're right. going somewhere. Right. We're we're putting this. We're just going full pedal to metal with a horror film like it's like it's not exactly I don't, I don't know if it'll work but alright I'll, I'll go with it but then we do nothing with it we do nothing we just killed Elliot Page and then now you gotta put all your attention on Marlo and it's like okay she's easy on the eyes but I don't give a fuck about her character man and, and like pretty much after Ellie Page dies the movie dies <laughs> it's the same thing I didn't really give a fuck I was in and out it, it was boring like I was just I can't believe they didn't kill anybody. I, they only killed one person. You kill the main character to not kill anybody else? What was the point? Just to say, hey, you didn't see that coming? No, I didn't. And I don't want to see what else is coming because it's going to be boring as fuck. And it was pretty boring as fuck. And like, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> that, those sins were just a little fucked up, man. That whole like texting, like the news, man, it was really fucked up. Man. Yeah. That, 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 was, that forgiveness scene was way too fucking easy no, 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 no. This movie should not exist. It does not have a good pop song like Party Town. <laughs> Fuck off. <all. laughs> I did not like this remake at all. That's a no from me. Yeah. It's like the only song I can remember from the movie isn't even in the
1: movie. I was just like, this is what it feels like. <laughs> I, it just just, uh, yeah, you're right. The sins Sims don't work. They're, like, the original was more like light-hearted with their sins besides Billy Baldwin being just a prolifically terrible person. Like, these guys do, like, actual bad shit, and they don't have the, the star power or the personality to to be forgiven right. by the audience. Yeah.
0: And it's so boring. <laughs> it, it does get boring. It's it's so boring. I mean, you, you had me at the edge of my seat. We're like, okay, we killed LA Page. Who are we going to kill next? Yeah. Nobody. Like, fucking 40, 50 more minutes of just, like, nothing really happening. It's like we'll never know Like you think that's like studio meddling because like
1: people should be dying now like in the film because we've opened that floodgate
0: I honestly think there was a, there was a problem with LA Page and he just must didn't have. want to finish the film must, must have been yeah must have been because like there's I'm, no other reason <laughs> to pivot like
1: that because it made the movie incredibly weak yeah because no one dying would have been stronger yeah like the original film yeah, shit. They would have did that though. So I yeah, guess they had to kill somebody. Nah, you didn't have to kill anybody, especially not your best actor. <laughs> it's like it's like the Bulls. It's like yeah, it's the '95 playoffs. <laughs> uh, Michael Jordan, sit on him. Let's sit Michael Jordan. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll let everybody else. Sit.
0: They Scotty <laughs> can, he can carry his own, right? Oh uh, boy, <laughs> not yeah. that version of Scotty, not the 2017 no,
1: no, no. Scotty <laughs> Pippen. Oh no, 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 man. Oh well. well, there's other Elliot Page movies that I like, so <laughs> uh, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunate. What happened to that remake? Yeah. Just, I really didn't want to be mean about it, but it's it's not good. It's uh, yeah, funny. I don't know if it's as bad as we're saying. It's it. not bad, bad. That's the problem. It's like it's bad because it's generic.
0: Yeah. It, yeah, there you go. It's, it's it's really forgettable. It's like a it's
1: forgettable. It's like a six out of ten film. They're like if you want to just sit there and watch something, you can do it. But like if you want to like be stimulated, this is not the movie. like go watch like literally. If you want to watch something like this, go watch Limitless. Or if you like weird jump scare or murder stuff, just watch any Final Destination movie. Like it's just it doesn't hit as hard as any of those films on the subject matter that it takes. It doesn't even hit. Flatliners is hard as Flatliners does, so it's just it's in this middling weird ground where it just can't commit to being one thing and it, it fail ends up failing at everything,
0: unfortunately. And, and like the incredible star power of the original film, like still holds up today. Mm, yeah, just yeah. to see those stars all working together, it's like this is awesome. Yeah. I'm having a good time,
1: and their hair is amazing. I, I think he nailed it though, because like I wasn't hating the movie until I was. And I think he nailed it at that that middle ground. Mm-hmm. Elliot Page
0: leaving the film, it just, it, everything goes down it really. didn't do anything. Yeah. It, it didn't did. help progress the story. Like, you still could have been all together like, hey, maybe we should try to atone for these sins. Like, you still could have come to that conclusion without that character dying. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And
1: unfortunately, it didn't happen.
0: No. I think there's something happened behind something the scenes that must we just be. don't know about. Something must happen.
1: have happened. Had to.
0: Yeah.
1: Had to. You? you just have too many good actors, directors, I don't know about the writer, I don't know, I really don't know, but like, um, the director's that's phenomenal. Cool. Like, so there's no indication that this should have gone so poorly. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> Better luck next
0: time. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <sir>. <laughs>
1: <Sure>. <laughs> All right.
0: So that's what we thought of these Flatliners movies. Did you agree with us? Did you disagree with us? Did we miss anything? We would love to hear any of your favorite moments or moments you hated from either film. Reggie, you're up. What films are we going to be watching next time? It's yeah. not really
1: out there but this is unexpected I would, th- I would think. Um, kind of like something that I would almost want to put on like a uh, major episode but eh, whatever I just kind of want to watch it now. So uh, I'm thinking Jumanji. Jumanji? Okay. <laughs> i Jumanji. You know? I, I need a flat liner palette cleanser and uh, you know I think Jumanji might just be might just be it. So this is more of a
0: retro versus reboot episode coming. up. Yeah, out. yeah. Is that does that work? Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's it's on the list. We okay. did it. we did the Laura Crawfums. that was Yeah, that's weird. fair. And, okay, cool, cool.
1: Yeah. I'm just trying to make sure I'm following the art no, in, no, no, no. in universal rules. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All <laughs> right, exciting stuff. Jumanji. Drum sounds. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Are there yeah. drums in the Jumanji? Yeah. Alright, so that's uh, that's it for yeah. this episode, Retro vs. Remake. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to like, comment, subscribe. On iTunes, if you give us five stars, help us grow this, because mm-hmm. we enjoy doing this. Yep.
1: And if you want bonus points uh, for Jumanji, you can also watch Zathora, which is basically <laughs> the same thing, but with a space thing, instead of...
0: The and then uh, John Favreau, I believe so. Directed that yeah. so Iron Man. There you go. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So I didn't tell you to do that. I just said something you could do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, thanks. Thanks. We've been uh, coming through some of the comments. Like I said, I was talking to somebody beforehand who watched Moreau. Nice. So like, hey, we love the uh, the feedback. Check us out on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Retro vs Remake. Um, love doing the show. Can't wait to do more of this stuff, man. Mm, Agreed. With that being
0: said. <laughs> I'm Reggie Parker. And I'm Dan Bielek. This has been another episode of Retro, Retro vs. Remake. remake. <laughs> right? That's how I <laughs> <you know. laughs>